1: Of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Another authentic reenactment of a case transcribed from the files of the Texas Rangers.
2: And now, here's today's adventure with the Tales of the Texas Rangers.
1: And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called Troop Train.
2: It is 4.30 a.m. on the morning of January 6th, 1943. About 12 miles east of Humboldt, Texas, an army troop train roars westward through the darkness. In the smoking room of one sleeping car, a burly private of 30 plays solitaire. His lone companion, a 19-year-old PFC, stares out of the window. What do you see out there in the dark, anyway? Texas? Take a good look. It'll be a long time. You live around here, don't you?
3: About forty miles south, Pinker, Texas. My mother had an operation a couple of days ago. Sure wished I could see her.
2: Well, you got it bad, kid. Eh, never can
3: beat this game. Ever been away from home before? We used to go to Beaumont to visit my grandmother. Never been out of Texas in my whole life.
2: Yeah, you ain't missed nothing. I've been as far as New Jersey. <laughs> you can have it and this stinking army with it. Why
3: are you always sounding off about the army? Maybe you found a home in it. Well, it's the only one we'll have for a mighty long time.
2: Not me. I'm saying adios any minute now. Like I told you back at camp, I'm getting off this train before we get to that port. You, uh, you've been thinking about what I was telling you?
3: Well, yeah, I guess I have. But I ain't skipping the outfit.
2: Well, I am. No Jap's gonna shove a bayonet in my belly.
3: How are you gonna get off the train?
2: Well, we're starting up the cap rock. I can jump off easy any time the train slows down on one of these upgrades. Suppose you get caught. <laughs> I expect to be, sooner or later. Don't you see it, kid? They catch me. Give me a court martial. I get six months or a year. That's better than a Jap bullet, ain't it? I don't know. You could go home and see your mother and wait for the MPs to bring you back. So you get six months. Or maybe you can volunteer for overseas duty and You forget the court martial.
3: Well, suppose they're waiting there before I even see my mother. They
2: won't even know we're gone until they get to the POE. What do you say, Darcy?
3: If I could get back to the outfit again.
2: Better make up your mind. I'm taking off. You
3: coming? Well, it's taking a big chance.
2: Now just say yes or no.
3: All right, I'm coming.
2: Good deal. Now let's make it fast. Go on down the
3: steps.
4: Go on, jump! Hey, don't Push! Hurt
2: you. Come on. We're in a pretty rugged country. We got a lot of walking to do.
4: Uh,
3: sun's coming up. It's gonna get hot pretty soon. Uh, what's well, a little heat? As long as we're away from that chicken army. Well, how's it
2: feel to be a free
3: man, Darcy? I'm sorry I did it. Ah, uh, what's eating you? I've been thinking. You got me in a lousy mess. Ah, for crying out loud, I did you a favor. You was on your way overseas. And I wish I still was. What's
2: got into you anyway?
3: It wasn't right to leave the other guys. It wasn't right. Now, why did you go? You want to see your mother, don't you? Yeah, I did. Well, not this way. You think I want her to find out I, I deserted? She was proud I was in the Army.
2: Well, all right, crybaby. Shut up!
3: Who you telling to shut up? Now you touch me, Leo, and I'll, I'll bust you with one of them rocks.
2: Ah, now look, kid. We're traveling together. Let's keep it peaceful, huh?
3: Well, okay.
2: Hey, hey, there's a road up ahead. Can you make out that sign on the fence?
3: Uh, keep cattle gate closed. Mather Ranch. Hey, maybe we can chow down with the hands. I'm giving myself up since we're at the ranch house. Oh, no, you're not. Look, I ain't listening to you no more. If I tell the army the truth, maybe they'll let me go back to the outfit. You ain't going nowhere except with me. No crybaby's going to ruin my plans. I don't care about your plans. I'm going back to the outfit. That's what you've yeah. Let me go. You, you, you can't stop me. I'll show
2: you what I can't do. Oh! Why, you dirty That's little... Don't... You can't stop me. Uh,
3: uh, I don't want to fight you no more, Benson. So don't start up again, here. Now, come on. Get up and let's get going. Hey, Benson. Why don't you get up? Benson. Benson, what, what's wrong with you? Holy cow. <laughs>
2: Later that morning, the sheriff of Humboldt County was called to the Mather Ranch. Elderly Pete Mather had been severely beaten and his car stolen. The sheriff drove to the scene and immediately requested the aid of the Texas Rangers. Rangers Jace Pearson and Clay Morgan met the sheriff at the ranch at 11 a.m. After a brief talk with the sheriff, the Rangers went into the bedroom to interview the victim.
5: Sounds like somebody really worked the old man over. Yeah, I hope he can give us a lead on who did it. Uh Mr. Mather? I'm Ranger Pearson. This is Ranger Morgan. you feel up to answering a few questions? Uh, go ahead. Would you tell us exactly what happened?
6: <clears throat> well, I, I went to the barn and fixed some harness and heard something round back and went around to look.
5: What was it, Mr. Manford?
6: Well, a soldier trying to start my car. I, I got a 32 Rio. Parked it around there. It was, he, he was trying to steal it. And what'd you do? Well, I yelled at him and told him to get out of there and ran over to pull him out. He, he jumped out on me and... Knocked me around I, I fell down and he kicked me Here in the head
5: What'd he look like?
6: He, he had an army uniform on Blood on it Face marked up like 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 he's been fighting
2: Was he a big fellow, Mr. Mather?
6: Well, better than average size, black hair Texas boy, where he talked I, I'd known him again if I saw him
5: Remember anything about his uniform, shoulder patch, anything like that?
6: A patch? Yeah,
5: usually wear him just off the left shoulder It tells what outfit he's with
6: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I, I do remember. It was a, a kind of a, a kind of a bell and a the, in the firecracker going crossways in, in front of it.
5: It's the nine hundred third Infantry Division, Jason. Mm-hmm. Their camp's located over in the east part of the state. That narrows it down some. Yeah, could be any one of fifteen thousand men. We learned the nine hundred third Division had left their camp, and because of the troop movement, no man had been granted leave. The Army promised a quick check with the 903rd. The next morning at Ranger Headquarters, I received a call from the Adjutant General's office. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well,
3: what'd you find out, Jason?
5: Plenty. Two soldiers went AWOL for the 903rd. One's Frank Dorsey and the other's Leo Benson. Both disappeared from a troop train on the Santa Fe, somewhere in this general area. Well, we can break it down even further. Mr. Mathis said the soldier was a Texan. They both are. Dorsey comes from Pinker and Benson's hometown's Abilene. Pinker's only 40 miles from here. Maybe we better go over there first. Could be Dorsey wanted the car to get home. Let's go pay him a visit. We drove over to Pinker, Texas, and went to Dorsey's address. Turned out to be a small farmhouse about five miles north of town. No one seemed to be at home. Think he's in there playing, Possum? Could be. Let's go around. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, car's slowing down to turn in here. Yeah. Looks like a girl driving. She's alone. Well, Dorsey could have ducked down the seat. No? Yeah, she's alone, all right. Hi. Can I help you, Rangers? You live here, miss? Yes, I do. Frank Dorsey, any kind to of you? Well,
7: he's my brother. I'm Norma Dorsey.
5: I'm Ranger Pearson. This is Ranger Morgan. Can you tell us where your brother is?
7: Well, he's... He's on his way overseas.
5: Have you heard from him lately? Well, I... Miss Darcy. has your brother been here?
7: Oh, please, Ranger. Give the kid a break. He's in
5: trouble, you know. If you'd help us, you would make it easier all the way around.
7: Well, Frank was here. Came home yesterday. Poor kid looked terrible. He was tired and his uniform all messed up. He told me all about jumping off the train.
5: Is he here now?
7: no. I want you to know why he did it, though. Why he went AWOL.
5: Even a good reason won't excuse him, miss.
7: Well, I want you to know anyway. You see, my my mother's sick. And Frank went to the hospital to see her last night. He'll probably never see her again. Well, that's why Frank went AWOL.
5: I'm sorry, Miss Dorsey, but we still have to pick him up. There'd be less trouble if you tell us where he is.
7: All right. Frank's on his way to Dallas. I just saw him off on the 918 bus.
5: Thank you. Come on, Clay.
7: Well, he's going to turn himself in. Why, why can't you leave him
5: alone? Because he didn't leave someone else alone. The lady selling tickets at the bus station in Pinker told us Frank Dorsey got on a Continental bus to Dallas. We took off down the highway after it. Thirty minutes later, we spotted the bus. That's it, Chase, up ahead. Black him down when I pull alongside. Right.
8: Hey. Hey, driver. Pull over and stop. This
5: driver sure looks surprised. Probably thinks he's getting a ticket. I wonder what Dorsey did with the rancher's car. Uh, Abandoned it somewhere, I guess. We'll find out. You go on in, Jason.
4: We've
5: got a passenger on here we want to talk to, driver. Only take a minute. About a half a dozen soldiers back there, Jason. Yeah, just look for the 903rd shoulder patch. Right. Hey, that must be him. You Frank Dorsey? Y- yes, sir. You better come with us. What for? We'll talk about that outside. Got any luggage with you, son? No, sir. Let's go.
3: Thanks,
5: driver. You can go now.
3: I was trying to get back to the outfit, honestly.
5: You're going the wrong way, son.
2: Your outfit isn't in Dallas. Come on, get
3: in. Yes, sir. I was going there to catch a plane for San Francisco. That's where the division went. I'm willing to go back to the outfit and face charges.
5: He didn't pick you up for going AWOL. You know that.
3: And what for, then? For beating an old rancher half to death. An old rancher? Well, no, I didn't.
5: Where were you yesterday morning? Anywhere near the Mather Ranch?
3: Well, yes, sir, I was.
5: That's when Pete Mather was beaten up. How about it?
3: Pete and Mather. Look, Rangers, I jumped off a train and went home, but I didn't beat up any old man.
5: No? How'd you get those bruises, then?
3: From jumping off the train. Yeah,
5: and you didn't steal Mather's car, I suppose. No. You know another soldier, a fellow named Leo Benson?
3: Yes, sir, I know him.
5: Did he jump off the train with you?
3: No, sir, I, I was alone.
5: And you're the one soldier from the 903 who was close enough to the Mather ranch to have done it.
3: But I didn't.
5: We think you did. Let's see what Pete and Mather thinks. got to the Mather Ranch a little after 12. I stayed with Dorsey in the car while Clay went in to get permission from the old man to bring the prisoner in. Clay came back and said Pete Mather was anxious to see if we really had his assailant. We took Frank Dorsey into the house. Let's go in the bedroom, Dorsey. Howdy, Mr. Mather. How are you feeling today?
6: Oh, better, Ranger, better. Is that the fellow you want me to look at?
5: Yes, sir. You ever seen him before?
6: bring him closer to the bed.
3: I want to take a good look at him.
5: That's enough, Dorsey.
3: Mister, you don't know me. Tell him you don't.
5: How about it, Mr. Mather? Is this the soldier who beat you up?
3: Looks like you made a mistake, Rangers. I've never seen this
6: boy before in my whole life.
1: In just a moment, we will continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. We continue now with Tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story, Troop Train.
5: Pete Mather insisted Frank Dorsey was not the man who'd attacked him. We left a few minutes later to drive Dorsey into town. We planned to leave him with the sheriff who would hold him for the army authorities. Sorry we brought you up here, Dorsey, but we thought it was you. It's the only way to find out. Yes, sir. Now, Chase, where does this leave us? Only one way I can see it. The other G.I. who jumped the train, Leo Benson. Must have been him.
3: Why do you say that?
5: The soldier who beat up Pete Mather was from your division. You and Benson, the only ones missing from the 903rd. He must have jumped right after you did.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, I see.
5: Benson's home address was Abilene, wasn't it, Jace? We'll head down there, huh? Yeah. As soon as we hand Dorsey over
3: to the sheriff. Listen, I, I gotta tell you. What is it, Dorsey? I, I gotta tell someone. I, I couldn't sleep last night. I kept seeing him all night. I kept seeing him the way it happened. Seeing who? It, it wasn't Benson who beat up that old man. And you won't find him in Abilene. How do you know? I killed him. You did what? You say you killed Benson? It was an accident. He talked me into jumping off the train with him. After I did, I figured out what a big mistake I made. I wanted to turn myself in. He wouldn't let me, and, well, we got into a fight. He fell and hit his head on a rock. There was blood all over
5: him. Where was this?
3: Back at that old man's ranch, just off a little dirt road.
5: Suppose you show us where.
3: Stop by this cattle gate. It's through this gate and over that way. He's right over there on the other side of that brush. Pretty isolated place. No telling when the body would
5: have been spotted. And Buzzards would have found it pretty soon.
3: Do I have to go with you? I'm getting sick to my stomach.
5: You stay here with him, Clay. Okay.
3: We started fighting just about there.
5: You say you left him behind this brush?
3: Yes,
8: sir. Something wrong, Jason?
5: Yeah. Blood on the rock, all right. There's no body. We took Frank Dorsey to the local jail. With the aid of the sheriff and his deputies, we searched the entire area. No trace of Benson was found. Ranger Morgan and I then drove to Abilene. Benson's address was a garage apartment in the rear of a large, run-down house. Up those steps, I guess.
4: She ain't home! There's a woman at the
5: back door of that house. What's that, ma'am?
9: Well, if you're looking for Miss Benson, Ranger, she ain't here. Been gone a couple of days.
5: We wanted to see Mr. Benson. Is he here?
9: Him? No, he's in the Army a long time
5: now. You any kin to of the Bensons?
9: Heck no. Just ran them, in our apartment. I live up here in the front
2: house.
5: And do you have a key to their place? We'd like to look around. Well,
9: I'll show you where there is
5: one.
9: Right. Oh, I've got the miseries in my back, something awful. Can't hardly walk. What you want him for? Something bad?
5: We just want to talk to him.
9: Oh, that man's plumb no good. Running around the whole time I was here. Suppose now he's in the army, he's got the whole country to run around in. Yeah, she always keeps extra key under this mat. Or the
4: Iceman.
9: Oh, one well, of you boys better get it. My back's something fierce to be.
5: I'll get it.
9: Hey, Rangers. Now, I don't like to get in the way of the law or nothing like that, but you sure it's all right for me to let you in up by her? I won't get in no trouble, will
2: I? We brought a search warrant, ma'am.
9: My, sure looks legal, don't it? Well, you boys better go on ahead. Take me some time to get
5: up downstairs. All right, ma'am. Come on, Clay. If he isn't dead, he could have come home yesterday and taken off with his wife. Or else she might have gone out to pick him up somewhere. There's still a chance he's up here hiding out. Yeah. Try again. Mm -hmm.
9: I told you she wasn't home. you to the key.
5: Yes, ma'am. Take a look in that bedroom, Clay. I'll see what's in this closet here. Right.
2: Jase, come
5: here. What is it, Clay?
2: There's nobody here, but take a look at this.
5: Benson's uniform. Quite a bit of blood on it. Yeah, he was here alive, anyway. Dorsey'd be glad to hear that. It's like they cleaned the place out. Did you check the closet? No, I'll get it now. Some clothes still in here.
9: Say, yeah, can I come in there? Sure, ma'am. Well, them stairs will be the death of me. I ain't nearly surprised. My bedding! Why'd she take my bedding?
5: Maybe she sent it to the laundry.
9: No. (laughs) Linen belongs to me. I give her clean ones every Monday.
5: Blankets are gone, too. I wonder why she took them. Well, a lot of clothes left in the closet, Chase. Didn't take everything. I'll check the kitchen. Okay. I want to look in this bureau.
9: My, she sure keeps a sloppy house, don't she? That window there ain't been washed in a couple of three years, I
5: bet. Mm, Plenty of stuff in here. Hmm. Photo album. Oh. Would you pick Benson's picture out for me, ma'am?
9: Glad to. Yeah, that's him. And that wedding picture. Uh-huh. Oh, here's another one of him. Reckon that's the cabin where they used to go. Yeah, there's more pictures of that cabin. Is
5: that their car in this picture?
9: Let me see. Uh-huh. Yeah, they still got that. That's his wife next to him.
5: Have you ever seen this man near the other car?
9: Uh-uh. Never saw him before. Say, he sure caught a Mr. Fish, didn't
5: he? The Bensons own that cabin?
9: I don't rightly know. He never was very friendly.
5: Have you any idea where it might be located? No idea at all. Find anything, Clay? Yeah, in a way. It's what I didn't find. They took all the food with them. Take a look at this photo album.
9: Yeah, look here.
5: Back here. This is Benson and his wife in a cabin. See there? Look at the year of the license plate on their car. 1939. Yeah, look here. Same cabin, same car, only the license is for 1940. uh uh-huh. There's some more snaps taken there in 41. They kept going back there. Maybe they own it.
9: Oh, no, they couldn't own it. Since
5: they took all the food and bedding, seems logical. They might have headed for a place like that. You know where it is? No. But the owner of that other car in the picture does. We can locate him through that license number. Might add up to something. Might not. That's what we're going to find out. We checked the license number of the car in the picture. It belonged to a man named Harry Steelman. Steelman worked at a cotton compress in the edge of town. We went there.
2: All right, you finished that lot. Get moving on those bales without end. Mr. Steelman? Yeah, hold on a minute, will you? Hey, Charlie, we haven't got all day. Get the lead out. What do you want, Reggie? We'd like to talk to you. All right, let's go back to the office. Come on, keep them bales moving
4: now.
2: Been having nothing of trouble. Compress broke down. We lost four hours this morning. I'll never catch up with this race. Uh, something I can do for you?
5: We're looking for Leo Benson. Have you seen him? Leo? Not for six eight months. He's in the Army. You heard from him lately?
2: No, I haven't. Lost two of my best men to the Army in the past week. What new fellas I can get are slower than cold molasses. Are you and Benson good friends? Yeah, yeah, I've known him a long time. Used to get together every once in a while. Ever go fishing with him? In a cabin, maybe? Yeah, a couple times. Where? down the Blanco River country, used to kill them. Celia, that's Leo's wife, her dad, left it to her. You know if they
5: keep food and bedding in the cabin? No, I'm pretty sure they don't. They only went up there once in a while. Uh, anything else? Just one more thing. Yeah. How do we get to this cabin?
2: I can show you on a map, but uh, I can tell you one thing. Celia sure wouldn't be up there
5: by herself. That's just what we were thinking. Steelman showed us the approximate location of the cabin on a map. Early the following morning, we drove down there. There's smoke over there. That must be it. Let's park the car here and find out. According to Steelman's direction, that's
2: just about where the cabin should be. Uh
5: Uh-huh. Oh, there it is. A clearing to the river. Let's go this way.
3: No signs of life except that smoke.
5: I don't see the car. Benson's wife might have gone somewhere with it. I don't think he'd stick his nose out of these woods. Open up, Benson. Well, let's take a look in that window. Well, they've been here, all right. The dish is still on the table. Let's see what's out back. And it's great country, for bass. I wouldn't mind if it. Hold it, Jason. What is it, Clay? Thought I saw someone move over there. Here, yeah, down by the river. Where? By that big boulder. You see? To the right of it. No one there now. Well, let's take a look. He was right about here. And a couple of stones kicked over here. Still damp where they were. I guess there must have been someone. I'll take a look around back at the boat. Right.
2: Jase, the string of fish here is still wet. There he goes behind you, Jase. He's
8: off the river. I'll get him. Benson, stop. Get away from me. Get
4: me stop. Jace,
3: you okay, Jase?
5: Yeah. All right, Benson. On your feet. You, you went to a lot
2: of a lot of trouble for nothing, Ranger. I, I was going to give myself up anyhow.
5: You were, huh?
2: Sure I was. I'd rather spend a couple of years in jail than go
5: overseas. That's better than getting my head shot off, ain't it? In your case, Benson, I'm not so sure.
1: In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard. And now, here are the results of
2: the case you have just heard. Frank Dorsey was turned over to the Army authorities and received six months' confinement for being absent without leave. Leo Benson was found guilty of car theft and assault and battery. He was sentenced to five years at Huntsville Penitentiary. Upon his release from prison, he was returned to the Army and received two years for desertion and a dishonorable discharge.
3: Next week,
1: Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers.
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?
1: of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Another authentic reenactment of a case transcribed from the files of the Texas Rangers. Names, dates, and places in the following story are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record... And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called Uncertain Death.
2: It is shortly past 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night in July 1936. Six miles outside the town of Cambridge in East Central Texas, two elderly men approach the shore of a lake. Come on, come on, Ollie. we got to hurry. I'm
8: walking as fast as I can. Them frogs ain't gonna run away. That ain't the point, and you know it. Frogs for bass fishing gotta be caught and put in the bait bucket 12 hours before they can be used.
2: Oh, that superstition, George Warner. Ain't gonna help it none going way over the other side of the lake, neither. There's plenty of frogs right here. Now,
8: you know these frogs ain't good for bass. Only frogs them bass'll eat gotta be caught on the other side where the turtles is. Oh, superstition. There's nothing but. Huh? Uh, shine the light over there. Ain't that the game warden's car? It doesn't look nothing like it. it. Does too. I wonder what he's doing out here this time of night. Let's go see.
2: It. Yeah, don't you go poking your nose in other people's business. There ain't nobody in it. And it ain't the game warden's car.
8: There's too. But wait a minute. Uh, shine the light down toward the show. What do you want? Yeah,
2: there
8: now, you see car belongs to that young couple sitting on the bank. Uh, sorry we disturbed you, folks.
2: That's okay.
8: Didn't mean to be shining a light on you. We thought you was a game warden. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How about that, Ollie? <laughs> young couple sparking on a summer night. <laughs> Puts me in mind when we was young and used to bring our girls out here. <laughs>
4: yeah.
8: Well, here's the boat. You get in first and I'll shove off. Yeah. I'll roll. No, you won't. Neither. You start rolling, it won't be five minutes before you're complaining about it. We'll head for that patch of weeds near the cove. Best frogs in the lake. Come there nights.
2: I still don't see no sense in going all the way over there to the other side.
8: You'll see. Wait, till we catch us some of them big-mouthed bears tomorrow. Oh,
2: I sure hope we get some. Ain't nothing like big-mouth bass for good eating. you, ain't going into, you hear that? go to do it. Uh-uh.
8: What's that? Sounds like them young people having some kind of squabble. You the back here. You better come back. That's shooting. We better get in the shore. Hey, George, if we go in there, he's liable to shoot us up, too. Come on up here alongside of me. You better help roll. All right. But I still think... You that... quit thinking and roll. Dad, he's leaving, George, and he's driving away. Keep rowing. You reckon he killed that girl? We don't even know it was him doing the shooting. Jean was the one yelling at her to come back, wasn't he? Here, come on, Ollie. pull on that all.
2: When the two men reached shore, they looked briefly around the area where they had seen the car. They found no one there and no indication of violence. Nevertheless, they decided to report the incident to the sheriff. After investigating the scene of the alleged shooting, the sheriff requested assistance from the Texas Rangers. Ranger Jace Pearson was assigned and arrived at the lake just after dawn. The sheriff led him toward a spot at the edge of the water.
5: What I wanted to show you is over here, Jace. First, I thought them two old fellas must have been hearing things, though. Are you still around, Sheriff? Over there with the crowd funny how excitement draws people, like bees around a jam jar. You want to talk to George and Ollie? Yeah, in a few minutes. There you are. When I found this, I was pretty sure there really was a shooting here. Yeah. In blood, all right. George and Ollie think it was a girl that was shot. Why? They heard the man yelling for her to come back, and then there was three, four shots. You figure she could have got up and crawled away after she was hit? That's yeah, not likely. Tracks indicate she was dragged, probably back to the car. The two men witnesses recognize either of the people? No, it was too dark. only thing they remembered was a car, a black four-door sedan. Well, I reckon we'll just have to wait for a missing persons report. If the girl really was killed, I... What's the matter? Mind hand me that branch, Sheriff? I think I see something in the water. Sure. thanks. you make out what it is? I think it's... Yeah. It is. A woman's handbag. Shoulder straps broken. That could have happened when she fell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lipstick, compact, driver's <laughs> license. Water didn't smear the type too much, did it? No. Name's Lucy Regan. Lucy Regan? Well, mm. that's a kindergarten teacher here in town. A real sweet kid. Nobody'd want to hurt a girl like that. We're not sure it's the girl who was hurt. Let's go find out. back to town and went to Lucy Regan's rooming house. She wasn't there. Her landlady said she'd left at seven the night before and had not returned. She was fairly sure Lucy had been out with Ken Bowman, a young cowhand from a nearby ranch. Sheriff and I went out to the ranch, arriving there about ten that morning. We learned that Bowman was with a crew setting up new fence posts about four miles from the ranch house. We took horses and started looking for them. There they are now, down at the bottom of the slope. Uh-huh. What's all the construction work over there by the next hill, Sheriff? That's a new county road. We've been waiting for it quite a spell. You'll sure be glad when they get it finished. Looks like they're cutting through part of this ranch. Just a corner. Reckon that's why they're setting up new fence posts. Yeah. Which one of you fellas is Ken Bowman?
2: Yo, over here.
5: Whoa, 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 Jerry. Oh boy, yeah. hold on. Uh, what's the matter? Ranger and I'd like to talk to you.
2: Why, Sure. Anything wrong? I
5: want to ask you some questions about Lucy Regan. What about her? Were you out with her last night?
2: Yeah. Why?
5: Her landlady says she hasn't been back to the house since she left with you.
2: That ain't true. I brought her back myself.
5: What time was this?
2: Early. About nine o'clock. She said she had a headache.
5: She was lying, though. How do you mean?
2: Ah, I've taken her out five, six times in the past few months. She always makes some kind of excuse to get back early.
5: What's the matter? Didn't you two get along?
2: we get along all right. Except when she starts acting like a schoolteacher. Telling me how I should talk.
5: When you brought her home, did you take her up to the house?
2: No. She got out of the car in front of the house. Said she didn't want me to come in. She probably had another date waiting for me inside. Last time, I'm taking her out.
5: Where'd you go after you took Lucy home?
2: Oh, no place special. Evening was already ruined. I drove around a while, then I come back to the ranch.
5: Did you go out to the lake?
2: Uh-uh. I've been near the lake in weeks. Look, Ranger... Why are you asking all these questions?
5: We're afraid Lucy might have been murdered.
2: Murdered? Just cause she do not show up one morning? She goes over to the library in Bingham a lot. Maybe that's where she's gone. See some of them college fellas.
5: Maybe so, but you were the last person she was seen with.
2: Oh, look, Ranger, like I say, I took the girl out five or six times. I hardly even know her. Why'd you pick on someone else?
5: What color's your car, Bowman?
2: My car? Oh, it's black. What's that
5: got? Four door sedan? Yeah. Why? Where is it now? Back at the ranch house. Suppose you stop work for a while. We'd like to see your car.
2: Well, that is.
5: Ain't
2: much of a car. On a cow folks pay it's good as I can buy.
5: Mind if I look inside? Go ahead. How'd you get the blood on the back seat?
2: Blood? Well, I don't see no blood.
5: Looks like you tried to wash it off. How'd it get there?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. About a month ago, I went out shooting rabbits. I got a couple and put them on the back
5: seat. Funny you didn't put something under them before you set them in the car.
2: I did. Had them in a the burlap sack.
5: Blood must have soaked through. You sleep in one of the bunk houses over there? That's right. We'd like to take a look at your bunk.
2: Hey, look, what's this all about? Some girl goes out of town without telling nobody. It's so right away you come picking on me. Just cause I was out with a couple of times. Including last night. Sure, including last night.
5: That still ain't no. you show us your bunk now?
2: All right. You're welcome to look at anything you want. Thanks. You know, if you really think something happened to Lucy, why don't you go talk to some of them college boys,
5: your runs. With? We'll check on them later. Where's your bunk?
2: Right here. First one.
5: Let me see what's in that suitcase under the bunk.
2: Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and look. Is
5: this your pistol? Yeah. You cleaned it recently, haven't you?
2: This morning.
5: I like a clean gun. When was the last time you used it? I don't
2: know. Maybe a month ago. The time I shot rabbits.
5: Any special reason for cleaning it this morning? No. Just thought it needed cleaning.
2: You're trying awful hard to prove I had something to do with Lucy's murder, ain't you, Ranger?
5: We're not sure she's dead.
2: Yeah, but if she is, you're sure going to try and pin it on me, ain't
5: you? We'll all get along better if you'll take that chip off your shoulder, Bowman.
2: I ain't got a chip on my shoulder. I just don't like to be pushed around. I keep telling you, I hardly know Lucy Rig.
5: There's a suit hanging over here. Is it yours? Yeah. You wear it last night? Sure.
2: It's the only suit I got.
5: Did you know there was blood on the edge of the sleeve? What? Is He's had rabbit blood too, Bowman. Well,
2: I know.
5: Blood's blood, ain't it? Not after it gets to our lab. They can tell in a hurry if it's animal or human blood. I want to take this suit in the back seat of your car along. Sure, take them. Frame me right
2: down the line. I bet you if I wasn't a cowhand and had a lot of money, you wouldn't treat me this way.
5: Now, you look Just here, you... Just a minute, You're... Sheriff. Bowman, I'm going to lay the cards right on the table. Lucy Regan's disappeared. From information we have, I'd say it's a good bet she's dead. I didn't kill her. Maybe not. But you were with her last night. A car like yours was seen at the place where we think Lucy was shot, and there's blood in your car and on your suit.
2: Well, you look, I know all this looks bad, but I didn't kill Lucy. I didn't kill her. what well, I have to do to prove it to
5: you? I know a good way to begin. Well, how? We got a machine at Austin called a polygraph, better known as a lie detector. We can't force you to take the test, but if you do, it could help to put you in the clear.
2: Well, I'm not afraid of your lie detector. I'm telling the truth. You want me to take this test?
5: i am sure like you to.
2: Well, All right. Just wait till I tell the boss I have to go to Austin. Then I'm ready. for any test you want to give me. Now, when I start the machine again, I'm going to ask you some more questions. You just answer yes or no. All right.
8: You live near Cambridge, Texas? Yeah. You know Lucy Regan? Yeah. Did you eat breakfast this morning? Yeah. You own a black four-door sedan? Yeah.
2: Did you shoot Lucy Reagan? No.
8: Did you come to Austin in the plane? Yeah. Were you out at Brand Lake last night?
2: No. You know who shot Lucy Regan? No. All right. I think that'll be all. what's it say? Well, you have to ask the Ranger about that. If he wants to tell you, it's up to him. I got a right to know what it says. Come on, let's go in the next room. I don't see why you won't tell me what it says. It's my test, in it? I got a right to know. All
5: through. All through. He won't tell me what it says, Ranger. You'll know soon enough. Sheriff, take Bowman into that office across the hall. I'll be along in a minute. Sure. Come on, Bowman.
2: Now, look, you said I didn't have to take this test. Now you won't tell me.
5: How about it? Well, I asked him all the questions.
2: Look at the graph. Now, here's where I asked him if he shot Lucy Regan. And here... He was out the lake last night. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you got on him, Jace, but according to this, that boy's lying.
1: In just a moment, we will continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. We continue now with Tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story, Uncertain Death.
5: We kept Ken Bowman at headquarters while the lab tested his suit and the back seat of his car. A little after four that afternoon, the lab called and said the blood on both the upholstery and the sleeve of his suit was human blood. Bowman hardly batted an eye when we told him the news.
2: There's one thing for sure. You were somebody else, else's sure trying to frame me.
5: You know better than that. What about the lie detector, Bowman? That shows you weren't telling the truth. Oh, it's a lot of
2: hogwash. You sure can't make me believe that thing never misses.
5: There was human blood in your car and on your sleeve. Where'd it come from?
2: How do I know? Maybe I cut myself.
5: You sure it wasn't Lucy's blood? You sure you didn't shoot her?
2: You keep on asking that, Ranger, and I keep telling you. I wasn't the only one who went out with her. Now I want to go back to Cambridge.
5: As soon as the pilot calls and says the plane's ready. You had no right bringing me here in the first place. You didn't have to come along. I told you that. And while we're waiting, suppose you answer a few more questions. But
2: I told you everything I know. How many times are you going to make...
5: Probably the pilot. You want me to get it, Jake? Uh-huh. Why would you lie to us about the blood in your car? Yeah, I been... didn't lie. Why do you keep on asking? It was human blood. Yeah, well, how did it get way. there? You
2: got no one else to pick on. That's why you keep asking me questions.
5: That was a lab, Jase. What'd they say? Said they found different kinds of dust and soil particles in Bowman's suit. They'll do a detailed analysis if you want it. That depends on you, Bowman.
2: What do you mean? Why does it depend on me?
5: Because we think you buried Lucy Regan's body somewhere. And when you did, you got soil particles on your clothes. What? What can you prove from there? I think it would lead us to where Lucy's body's buried. Oh, How? The lab has samples of soil from every part of Texas. Thousands of samples. They'll compare them with the particles found in your suit. It may take time, but we're not going to stop until we find that body. Now, how about it, Bowman?
2: All right. I'll save you the trouble. I killed her. I shot her last night. Where was this? At the lake. We had a fight. She was running away. I shot her. Then I put a body in the car.
5: Where'd you bury her?
2: I didn't bury her.
5: I drove down to the Lake Narrows.
2: You know, Sheriff, where the bridge is. I waited about it down with rocks and threw
5: off the bridge. Can you show us where it is? Yeah. I can show you. Sheriff, will you go across the hall and tell them we want two witnesses? We're ready to take down Ken Bowman's confession. Bowman repeated in front of two witnesses and a stenographer what he'd already told us. I requested headquarters to supply us with a diver to help locate Lucy Regan's body in the lake. We returned to Cambridge, arriving after midnight. By five the next morning, we'd set up a diving raft. At daylight, the diver was lowered into the water at the spot Bowman indicated. I stayed on the raft with a telephone. What's taking him so long? Why can't he find it? How about it, Joe? See anything?
8: Nothing here, Jase. I'm
5: out as far as I can go. You sure this is a place you threw the body, Bowman? Of course I'm sure.
4: What do you say, Chase?
5: Hold it a second, Joe. Bowman, where'd you get the rocks to weigh down the body? Uh, I reckon it was from over there. You carried them all the way over here?
2: I don't know, Ranger, it was dark. Maybe it... Yeah, that's right. I remember now was down the other end of the bridge.
5: Stand by to come up, Joe. We're gonna try another spot. Hold on. Bowman, we've been looking around this bridge for seven hours. Are you sure you put Lucy's body in the water here? Oh, Ranger, I thought I did. I I don't know. Wait a minute. There's another bridge a mile further down. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe that's the one you meant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is.
8: It'll be dark soon, Jase. Looks like we'll have to give it up
2: for today. Yeah. But it must be here, Ranger. I... I remember everything now. Yes, I do. I, I was right on the corner of that bridge, right up there. Can you hear me, Jase? Go ahead. Nothing
8: in this area. If we're going on, we'll have to get some lights.
5: Well, stand by to come up, Joe. That's all for today. Sheriff, put Bowman in the boat. We're going back to the tar. How long can that diver stay with us, Jace? As long as we need him, I'll call headquarters and say we want him for at least tomorrow. I sure hope we find that body. Yeah, sure. You've got to find Lucy's body to keep me in jail, don't you? We'll find it tomorrow or the next day. We're going to keep looking until we do find it.
2: Ah. Well, it's too bad you have to look for it without me, ain't it? What? Tomorrow you'll be looking for Lucy's body and I'm going back to the
5: ranch. Are you crazy? No, no. But you are if you try to hold me. You're not forgetting you signed a confession, are you, Bowman?
2: Confession? What confession?
5: Now, look here. You signed a confession in front of two witnesses that you killed Lucy Regan.
2: Well, sure I did. Because you made me. You made me say I killed Lucy, but I didn't kill her.
5: You're going back on your confessions. Is that what you're trying to say, Bowman? Wait a minute. I heard this boy with my own ears. He said he shot Lucy Regan and threw a body in the lake. Did I? What body?
2: <laughs> there never was a body. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs>
5: Bowman back in his cell, Jason. Good. we let him stay there tonight anyhow. Yeah, and he don't want to stay there at all. He started howling like a coyote when I told him now we were holding him for obstructing justice. Yeah, it was some wild goose chase he led us on today. How about that? First he says he did kill her. Let us look for the body. Knows it ain't where we're looking, then says he didn't kill her. We gonna let him get away with that? Not if I can help it. I gotta find Lucy Regan's body. Yeah, if we don't, that confession of his ain't worth a thing. Why do you figure he did it? Somehow I feel he's stalling for time. He must have some reason for wanting us to go off on a false lead. But why? I just don't get it. It's got to be something he did with the body. Something that made him feel he'd be safe after a couple of days' time. And it beats me. Wait a minute. You remember when it was he confessed? Well, it was just after I took that call from the lab. Yeah, before that, nothing fazed him. The lie detected the blood didn't even bother him. But as soon as I started talking about soil particles, he folded up. What's that sound like to you, Sheriff? Could be. He didn't want the lab to go any further with that analysis. Uh huh. It's up to us to find out why. I'm going to call Austin and have him analyze every grain of soil they found in that boy's suit. I phoned the lab. They said they'd analyze the soil particles and give us an answer as quickly as possible. We waited the whole night. At seven the next morning, we went across the street to a restaurant to get some breakfast. We left word to have a call transferred there. Ten minutes later, it came through spoke to the lab technician, then walked back to the table where the sheriff was sitting. Anything interesting, James? Maybe. Is there any granite around here, Sheriff? Nearest deposits, Marble Falls, a couple of hundred miles away. Why? The lab found granite dust in the weave of Bowman's coat and some on the inside lining. Well, they do use granite for some of the construction work around here. Uh-huh. Like that road they're building out there near the ranch where Bowman works. Yeah. They use crushed granite gravel on the roadbed. That could be how Bowman got it on his suit. Wait a minute, though. Why'd he wear his good suit around a construction job? He wouldn't, unless he had some special reason for being there. Well, oh, I don't follow him. We know Bowman's been in a spot where he could watch the progress of that road for weeks. We also know there was some reason why he stalled us for a couple of days. Jace, you think he buried that girl's body in the roadbed? That's the only thing that makes sense so far. But why would he dig up the gravel? Be much easier to bury her in the part of the road where they hadn't put gravel yet. That's just what I think he did. Picked a section of the road that was about to be graveled and started his digging. Then he could have left that coat of his on a pile of gravel nearby while he was working. More oh, likely. So that's why he was stolen. Figured we'd never find a body once that section was paved. Who's in charge of that construction job, Sheriff? The field engineer. Come on. Let's go find him. <laughs> We spoke to the field engineer out at the job. We got our first break. He told us that since Wednesday night, when Lucy Regan had disappeared, a mile of road had been graveled. But a machinery breakdown late Thursday had prevented that section from being paved. He also informed us that a man answering Bowman's description had approached him early Thursday morning and asked a number of questions about the paving schedule. We were fairly sure now that we were on the right track. We had to know the exact location of the body, and only Bowman had that answer. Our problem was to get him to talk. We worked out a plan and then drove back to town. When we picked up Bowman, he thought we were taking him home. He said nothing until we moved onto the stretch of newly paved highway.
2: This ain't the way to the ranch house.
5: Nobody said it was.
2: I, I thought you'd take me home.
5: Where are you taking me? You'll find out.
2: This is a new highway. Ain't finished yet. It don't lead nowhere.
5: It could lead further than you think.
2: What are you talking about, Ranger? Look, I won't get out. Stop the calling here.
5: In a minute, Bowman. We're almost to the end of the paved section.
2: Ben? You're crazy. It goes further than this.
5: You can see those men up there, Bowman. Pavement don't go no further than that. But that's just where they were Thursday morning. Uh huh. They had a machinery breakdown. Haven't been able to do any more paving till now. What's the matter, Bowman? I won't get out of
2: here. I want to get out of
5: here. You're getting out. Come on.
2: Where are you taking me?
5: Just over here in the beginning of the gravel section part you thought would already be paved?
2: What are you talking about?
5: Look at it, Bowman. A mile of road covered with fresh gravel. And somewhere under that mile of gravel, Lucy Regan is buried. You're crazy. You buried her there. We're going to find her body and give her a decent burial. See those men over there, Bowman? Ranger, I... waiting wait until we give the word to start digging. If they have to, they'll dig up that whole mile of road. You can save us a lot of trouble by telling us exactly where you buried her. Uh,
8: Ranger, I...
5: All right. I kill her. I kill her. Show us where you buried her body.
8: I want to marry her. She's the only girl I ever want to marry. I told her how crazy I was about her. She laughed at me.
4: She laughed at me.
5: Where's the body, Bowman? Under there. Where? Point out the spot.
8: <laughs> There's a couple of feet in the
5: I don't want to watch him dig. Take me out of here. Please take me out of here, Ranger. All right, please. men. Start working by that stake over there. Please
4: take me out of here. I confess, it I? I confess. Yeah. He
5: confessed twice.
4: <laughs> this time, we're going to make sure your confession
5: holds up. <laughs>
1: In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard.
2: And now, here are the results of the case you have just heard. Lucy Regan's body was discovered at the place Bowman had indicated. A ballistics check of three bullets found in her body proved they came from Ken Bowman's gun. Bowman, convicted of murder, was sentenced to life imprisonment. At Huntsville.
1: Next week, Joel McCrae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers.